Yo, what is going on, everybody? It's episode 79 of The Wise Guys. We are back. Another week, another episode. We're sitting, kicking back. Another week. Got the drinks on deck. You already know. If you got something rolled, it's time to light it up. But first things first, how you feeling today, bro? Shit, I'm feeling great, man. You know, it's five o'clock somewhere, six o'clock here, but <laughs> it'll do. You know what I mean? You already said we're sipping. Running a little Gunner, behind yeah, schedule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is, but... <laughs> We're going to get to it, man. We got a lot to get into. It's going to be a fun episode. I'm hype. March Madness is here, as we alluded to last episode. Uh, I'm excited with that. Duke keeps dancing. We're going to get into all of that, man. But let them know what's good. Let them know about the birthdays. Yeah, man. We got some birthdays, as per usual, to start off the episode. Um, We had J.J. Watt turning 32 years old today, three-time defensive player of the year. Longtime Texan recently became an Arizona Cardinal. Um, this dude's still a force to be reckoned with in the league. His brother, which you know a lot about, TJ Watt, shout out to him as well. But JJ Watt's birthday today, 32 years old, man. Shout out to him. You want to tell him who the other one is? Yeah, man, we got Reese Witherspoon. Uh, <laughs> shout out Sweet Home Alabama, man. Uh, yeah, we had to show love to that actress, man. Do we all for yeah, that she, she's been, yeah, she's been around for a long time, honestly. 45. Mm-hmm. Um, some great movies, man. I can't really name the top of my head. I just know Sweet Home Alabama. But yeah, we had to show love to her, man. Shout out her, Reese Witherspoon. Uh, another one, Dave Portnoy, 44. Shout out Barstool. Barstool. I appreciate what they're doing, man. Uh, it's a lot of mixed feelings about them, you know what I mean, on Twitter. A lot of people love him. A lot of people hate him. El Presidente. Uh, I respect what he does, man. He shouts out pizza places uh, as a cook. You the know how I feel ratings, about yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, I like when people boost other food companies, especially if they're good, man, and their quality's good. So shout out Dave Portnoy. You want to tell him? More about Barstool? Yeah, man, you already know. I actually just saw a video recently on, I think it was Twitter, of Dave Portnoy, like, tang, or no, it was like, I think he said he started Barstool 18 years ago, and it was a video of him in a bar, I guess, like, his first event that he threw together, and he's like, what do dudes want to do more than drink beer, lose money, betting on sports, you know? So, and now... <laughs> yeah, I didn't know he was that old, man. Yeah. Like, 44, not old. Sorry for all that, you know what I mean? But it's older than I thought he was. Nah, definitely, man. Um, but shout out to Dave Portnoy. I uh, love what he does. Obviously, we can respect it. Um, you know what I mean? So shout out to him. I mean, he's doing yeah, a lot man. of great shit. Much respect to them and, like, the boundaries they're able to achieve getting Hosby. Like, <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Uh, yeah. Shout out. I, I forget off the top of my head who uh, met up with him, man. But, yeah, Hosbula, Barstool, one of the best collabs I've seen in a while, man. Uh, Hosby, yeah, yeah, apparently he's in the states. I don't know. Maybe we went. They went to Dubai. I'm not really too sure. You know how they keep Hosby in the cut. Uh, you never really know where he's at. Just know that he's breaded. Know that he's probably talking shit and he's probably beating somebody in UFC, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> shout yeah. out Hosbula, though, man. Yeah, you already know, man. Uh, one of the baddest dudes to walk the planet, Hosbula. Um, I mean, he's he's feared amongst a lot of UFC fighters. <laughs> but uh, shout out to Barstool, though, getting that interview set up. As people know, Hosbula has been big on the social media um he i guess you could call him an influencer is what he is really but shout out to them and dave portnoy just doing everything that they're doing they recently just opened up a bar in philly which is dope and also uh, i think they did yeah, opening up their own sports book betting app i mean they're just doing so many things man that we have goals to do honestly so yeah definitely 100 nah, man it was caleb presley yo. he's the oh, one yeah. that that's linking with Hosby. Shout he out caleb presley, yeah he was on facetime with him he said it's happening i heard Haas uh Message on back on Instagram or something like we're ready for the yeah, interview. Set it up, <laughs> yeah. You know, the sunglasses he is, emoji yeah. and shit. <laughs> yo, he's always chilling, man. But yo, we got more to get into, man. 
we got Batman that just came out. You know how oh, I am with the yeah. superhero movies. I, I'm not New really, movies. not really in the cut with the superhero movies like that, man. I can't lie. The last superhero movie I seen was probably uh, the Avengers when they hit, yeah. like you know the most recent one that came out, yeah, or yeah. even Captain America, bro. Yeah, like okay. I'm really far behind, man. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen every single one, but I have seen a lot of them. Marvel movies, superhero movies. I do think they're pretty dope. Uh, some people get really get into it. Um, shout out to y'all. I mean, the movies are dope. I, I did see Spider Man recently. That was a Marvel movie. That one was dope. But Batman, man. I mean that. That was definitely a dope-ass movie. I seen it, like, about a week ago. Um, I love their depiction of it. It's, like, what Batman really is. It's kind of darker than the normal ones we've seen. And um, I just love the whole movie, man. Robert Patterson, shout-out to him. He did a lot better job than I thought he would in the movie. And I really just love how they portrayed everybody in the movie and how the whole vibe felt. It was a three-hour movie, definitely long. Not one for long movies. Sometimes I'll be knocking out in the movie theater. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, nah, I, I definitely I stayed up for the whole movie actually and it was uh it was interesting it didn't feel like three hours that's what amazed me uh that's how good the movie was nah, that's dope to hear i unfortunately didn't see it yet but i'm going to this week uh that's one thing with me and movies man like you said i i can knock out easily during them especially mm -hmm. once it gets dark, it's dark man, in there you know we gotta burn one before we go to the oh, movies yeah, of course sure. so once i'm laying back especially i don't know these, i don't know what theater you went to not to yeah. cut you off but the, the new theaters, man. They got the comfy <laughs> yeah. seats that recline that's, now. Like that's what AMC I was just about to one. say. Was like, it's like the way these seats are made now in these movie theaters, man. It's like they're trying to put you to sleep. And so. some of them you could even order food. Like, yeah, they come to. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. man. I With all this COVID stuff, I haven't been in the movies in a while. Nah, so, yeah. like, you know what I mean? But, yeah, I'm really down. I'm really hyped to go see what it, it's like. Uh, box office, $300 million. That's yeah. a lot. Honestly, I think it, the budget was around $150 million, So, they doubled it. And uh, Zoe Kravitz, yo, she's oh, yeah, she's kind of yeah. bad, yo. Yeah, no, she did a hell of a job playing the Catwoman, and uh, I just thought the whole movie was dope, man. They got uh, some villains in the movie, which you'll see. I don't want to ruin it too much for you, bro. I know you haven't seen it, but um, so a little bit of like mob action in it. It's cool, man. It's really cool with the way they did this. Um, and um, you know, I, I don't know. I just thought it was a really cool movie and the different depiction of what Batman is. And apparently, it's supposed to be a trilogy. So there's definitely gonna be a second one, and you'll see that when you see the movie. And Apparently, there's going to be three of them, so definitely oh, hype damn. to see what happens. Well, yeah, that's cool to know, man, so I'll definitely keep that in mind when I'm watching it. Uh, like you said, Robert Pattinson, I know he did a hell of a job. That's what I'm hearing. Uh, it's cool to see him not being something like Twilight. <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. like you said, the movie is a little dark. Uh, it kind of goes along with that, but there's no vampires in it, I don't think. <laughs> so, yeah, man, like you said, overall, I heard it was a good movie. Uh, congrats to them, man. But speaking of villains, you want to let them know what came out on Monday, man? Oh, yes. Oh, this is a big one for us, especially over here at the guys. The uh, villain, the villain. <laughs> Future himself. Future Hendrix, 56 Nights, came out seven years ago on Monday. Um, I mean, this is one of our favorite albums of all time. I mean, I remember bumping this shit. Um, man, it's just every day I still bump it. Like you said, when the weather gets warm, man, sometimes you just got to throw that future on. So shout out to Future, man. March Madness, one of my favorite songs of all time for sure. I can't believe it's seven years ago today. Yeah, man, it's crazy. Once I think Future, I automatically think Future Migos concert. 
what a movie that was. Oh, yeah. I seen yeah. Future, I think, twice in concert, live. One was at Made in America. The other was at the Future Migos concert. Uh, he's just a natural performer, man. Always gets yeah, the crowd lit. Out. I they love mean, his DJs, man. Yeah. DJ Esco, shout out Esco. Uzi was there uh, too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uzi it was Fern, it was so lit. Yeah, Kodak um, was supposed to be there, but that's movie. when he got arrested. Yep. Yeah, Fifty Six <laughs> Nights is just a historic album. Uh, Purple coming in has to be my personal favorite song on that. Anytime yeah. I hear the beat start up, I already know I'm getting lit, man. But yeah, shout out Future. Uh, he's one of the go artists, one of the longevity artists that. Nobody really talks about like future has been bumping yo since we were in uh, maybe even middle school, yeah, man. Nah, like, honest, sure. yeah. uh, I can't mixtapes. even tell you when that came out. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah man, just shout out future overall. And uh, I need one of them. I need, hold up, weren't we supposed to get a what a time to be alive? Two? Oh, yeah. I don't know what's going Drake. on with that. So, I mean, I got a little beef with them about that. <laughs> Drake always but, likes to tease them off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, once I heard that, I got really hyped. You know how we bumped that album oh, heavy. Yeah, I'm pretty still. sure all of America, all of the yeah. country, digital <laughs> all dash, the world, bumped on the daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole earth was bumping that, yeah. man. So, shout out Future again. But more music, uh, news, K Flock is being represented by El Chapo's lawyer. <laughs> and so, I mean, it, looking bright Can't already no, just from that. No better yeah. than that. <laughs> so, I mean, Looking kind of bright. He, the lawyer posted on Instagram something along the lines of, "He, you guys will see that he's innocent. Uh, you guys will see how crazy it was that he was even charged in the first place. So if I'm K-Flock and his crew, man, fingers are crossed. Yeah, 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 you know what I mean? Less sweat. So we'll see how that goes, man. But that brings me along the lines of what I really want to get into. And it's like how the music industry is being affected by people actually doing what they rap about. Crazy. But yeah, yeah man. So like Pooh Shiesty, obviously, he's locked. Uh, I don't know what he did. I'm not going to really speak on it, but yeah, he's in jail, so we're not getting new music from him. Although, he did release a single while he was in jail. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that's as yeah. good as we're going to get. It didn't really quality-wise sound the best. Nah, uh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's clearly talking through the jail phone. I mean, it's kind of like the Bobby Smurder, yeah. Rowdy Rebel shit. Yeah, that, I mean, was, that was, was pretty dope. It, yeah. it honestly is a pretty cool tactic if you think about it. It's yeah, good publicity. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out his team for that. But yeah, man, Pooh Shiesty, Young Dolph, dead. Uh, Pop Smoke, dead. King Von dead King and Von Chef dead. G locked. The list so is there, long, there's just, yeah, there's a bunch of young rappers. Basically, I just want to ask you, like, do you think music is on the decline because of that specific aspect of rappers just getting locked up or it's, dead? Or do you think it's still afloat? Um, I think it's still afloat. Obviously, you got so many different artists, that, you know, just generally speaking. But in a sense, it is kind of getting ruined by how much talent is going to quote unquote waste, I guess you could say. Um and, you know, I, I don't know if that's the correct terminology I want to use right now, but, you know, like, as you just said, man, that whole list right there, that's a lot of talent and a lot of talent that's missed. And you got, you know what I mean? Like, you got rappers. And I, it was crazy because I'm actually thinking now, I was in the barber shop this past weekend and my barber and me sitting there talking and he, because he's always usually got YouTube on the TV, music videos playing, and he's got OTF and Lil Dirk playing. And just talking about the Vaughn situation getting brought up and stuff, like, it's just crazy because he's, he's my barber's kind of old head. You know, I want to say he's in his 40s. So he was asking me a little bit about the situation and all that. And I, I just explained it to him. But really, just he, like he was saying, you know, nowadays in rap, that's all they talk about is this gang gang stuff. Like it came out of his mouth. Like and we usually talk about that, like on the show and stuff. So I was like, yeah, we got into it a little bit. And, um, you know, just discussing, like talking. And it's right, man. Like nowadays, it's all about gang gang. Who's the hardest? Like, you know, everybody wants to come out being the hardest, flashing guns and all that stuff. Nobody spreads that. You know what I mean? Like just the just the I, I don't know. It's just a whole different flow. New school wave. So I think it's kind of ruining it at the same time because people getting locked up, dying, et cetera. 
Yeah, that's a good point, man. Uh, everything you covered there was exactly what I was thinking, uh, which kind of leads me to my next question or our next topic, uh, still in the hip hop, but our post, yo, we just posted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those of you who follow on Instagram saw, uh, shout out those showing love. But out of these decades, which label had the best run in their era? Uh, the 90s, obviously, Death Row Records, 2000s, G Unit Records. 2010, you got Young Money, and then the 2020s, you got YSL Records uh, currently. So, I mean, all four of them groups are just historic. Uh, they both, all yeah, four of them, I mean, put on historic runs. Uh, what really pops out to me personally, Young Money, um, as much like so. It, this is where it gets tricky, man, because the whole team, like Young Money, I wouldn't really like. Tiger did have his run. Uh, you had gutta gutta, like uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. You had the little weak side of it. Um, I would say Death Row. There really wasn't a weak side. G Unit, not so much a weak side. Um, YSL, I don't really see a weak side. Uh, Gunna is his own. You know, he's not. He goes. He's not lyrical. You know what I mean. He, yeah. he does have some bars. <laughs> you know what I mean. But I, I don't know. So I think Young Money. Uh, but as long as we're just including like Drake and Wayne, to be honest, yeah, like nah, I think yeah. they hold down the team themselves. So that just goes to show even more of how influential they were. Yeah, man. I mean, really, the whole point behind this post uh, that we put together today was just that we were we were sitting back and thinking like every decade has had a label that pretty much ran that decade. And I feel like Death Row really ran the 90s heavy, Pac, Snoop, Dre, and G-Unit really ran the 2000s. I don't know about you, bro, but I think when the 2000s, you think 50 Cent, man. 50 Cent really came in the game and shook shit up, man. And, you know, I mean, Lloyd Banks and, and, and Young Buck and the game and all them and Tony Yeo and, you know, they really weren't the the level 50 was at, but 50 really was the the head honcho of the group. And you got to take into consideration how much that label was impact, impacted in the 2000s right there. But when you get to the 10s and you bring in Wayne, Nicki Minaj, and Drake, what they did with Young Money Men, uh, they, again, I yeah, mean... Especially <laughs> Nicki, yo. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let me not forget. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they all three of them and other people that were on the label, as you said, Tiger. I mean, he's still making music, I think. Um, but, you know, it's just really like I feel like Young Money ran the 2010s and they ran that that decade for sure. Like, I, I mean, Wayne and they all three of them still making music. And it was just crazy what they did. And YSL, I got to give it. I mean, we gave it to them because I feel like 2020s, that's who's really running shit right now. Young Thug, Gunna, Lil Baby, you can't really argue. I mean, who would you say, just off top, I mean, if you could throw somebody right now that could compete with YSL? Like, uh, Yeah, man, you really got me on that one. Uh, really, not too many rap groups not, that, yeah, like, maybe QC. Yeah. Uh, you got the Migos and Youngboy. I don't know if he's a, you know like how we NBA, get down with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah. yeah, there's not really too much to choose from nowadays. Um, not really too many rap groups forming. Uh, you got Gucci, his label, uh, Pre. So I mean, maybe yeah, they can give him a run. They honestly, can give him a run. Paper route, uh, yeah. paper route. Yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, it might be a little bias over here. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah man. Maybe, so yeah. it kind of makes me a little. It makes me sit back and really appreciate rappers like Kanye West, Jay Z, yeah, yeah. Shout Eminem. Out good music, man. Yeah, like, like that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, somebody that was, I thought about when I. Was, you know what I mean? Hundred percent. They had Pusha, Big Sean, uh, Common. Yeah. You know what I mean? They really kind of ran shit. Uh, Sci High to Prince. That was a that was a tremendous Pharrell error. Did a lot of stuff yeah, with yeah, them yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I mean, so, as a producer. honestly, it makes me appreciate rap 
a lot when we talk about it and these decades of yeah, how long the, it's been going on. The 90s, too. I mean, Bad Boy Records is, was one of the, the... Like, there was obviously groups that popped up when we were thinking about this this list. But when you break it down, man, I feel like Death Row just had a little edge on Bad Boy at the time. Um, you know what I mean? But you can't you can't knock it. I mean, Bad Boy really had Diddy, Biggie, Nas rocking with them. Like, they had the East Coast Bulls. But I would say Death Row. I mean, Death Row's still going to this day. And, uh, you know, Snoop's running it now you know but I, I would just say these are the these are really the the labels that ran each decade for sure yeah 100 percent, man so i mean that that kind of wraps it up with the music talk uh we got in a little bit of everything uh decades and decades no of rap really yeah. this week nah kind of disappointing uh we got into the dirk album last week uh, we told you how we felt about that. Yeah, um, Glock's been dropping. He's dropping this Friday. I'm hyped yeah, he's about been that. hitting. Yeah, hit, hitting a lot of music. Yeah, uh, he said this Friday. Apparently, there's there's new music on the way from a lot of new artists. So we will see about that. Um, yeah, uh, I'm hyped for a new Drake album. Like I said, man, uh, the one the last album really wasn't my favorite. So yeah. hopefully, we can get a uh, what a time to be alive too. This summer would be perfect for that. But that would be awesome. We gotta get into more shit, man. Boxing, boxing, boxing. Fight weekend, really. Yeah, I mean, Madison Square Garden, man. It, it this, was popping off. This was great. I mean, for two guys like Xander Zayas and Edgar Balanga, who two fighters we really praise over here at the guys. And if you listen to us, you know we've been talking about these two for a long time. Been following these guys for a long time. Shout out to Edgar Balanga, man. Balanga getting his first main event fight, which was dope. At Madison Square Garden, it couldn't get any better than that. Um in his hometown, in his home city, um, and now he's nineteen and zero, still sixteen knockouts. You just gotta love it. Um, so you know, I, Xander Zayas being on this card, you gotta love it as well. You know, Xander and Edgar Belanga are like brother, big brother, little brother. He gave him the New York care package before the fight. I uh, definitely like to see that. Hey, shout out Fat Joe and Lil Wayne as well. Definitely, man. Fat Joe coming out with Edgar Belanga was just tough, man, and. Um, I know Lil Wayne messes with Berlanga heavy. He had that cardboard yeah, yeah. cut out of him in the stew. <laughs> he said he wants the cardboard cut out with him at the stew all the time. But, yeah, Berlanga, man, I think he's definitely got room to grow as a fighter, mature as a fighter. I mean, people forget he's only 24 years old. Um, you know, technically, he's younger than me and you standing right here. So I think, uh, you know, he did, it did go to decision. Was a fight um, that a lot of people were anticipating to see because, again, this was his first main event. Um, but he came in with the win, and that's what matters, man. And he's he's really I could see his his style's changing a little bit. <coughs> Excuse me, and I think he's gonna have to start to adjust some things uh, to to keep improving as a fighter. Yeah, man. So he defeated Steve Rose via unanimous decision. Uh, it kind of was one sided, but you could. Like you said, you kind of see where he could improve. Uh, he didn't really blow me out of the water. Uh, no more first-round KOs, man. He, he came in known as the first-round knockout guy. Uh, 16 out of 16 fights were all knockouts. Uh, no more of that. His last three yeah. fights, no knockouts. Um, he Which has don't... only boxed yeah. 44 rounds in his pro debut. So, I mean... He's only 24. Yeah, I was going to say, man, 16 knockouts in, in the first round is still very impressive at his age. Again, being 24 years old and being at the level he's at right now, he's still undefeated, 19-0. And, and now he's really starting to get into um, – 
you know, professional fighting, like really like he, you know, when, when you come up fighting and he was just a level above these average guys that he was fighting before, um, you know, when he was getting those first round knockouts, now he's kind of stepping into more bigger opponents and he's, he's figuring it out. Like it's nice, kind of like a college player going into the NFL. They light it up in college and then they get to the pro league and then they get, they see how fast and everybody's just, just as strong as them. So you kind of got to take it, uh, take, you know what I mean? Take a step back, evaluate everything, adjust, make some adjustments but one thing I can say about Berlanga in this fight that I noticed his wind uh his stamina definitely was up there last fight uh compared to last fight that's one thing I was worried about the past two fights that he's had I seen him getting gas kind of early I think he came into this fight he looked a little slimmer in my opinion I think he kind of probably tried to cut a little bit and um just to get his stamina up and that's one thing I can say he didn't really look gassed like he did which I'm glad he made that improvement there yeah, definitely, man. The future is looking bright in boxing, especially with these two. Uh, both have a lot of room to improve, but both have achieved a good amount in their early careers. So I'm hyped to see what they do next. I'm hyped to see both of their next fights. I'm hoping both of them are fighting for a title. Um, shout out Xander Zayas, man, 13-0, and Edgar, Berl- Edgar Berlanga, 19-0. Yeah. Both undefeated Puerto Ricans, you know what I mean? We're on top. Uh, shout out Puerto Ricans, man. But hey, yeah. we're moving we on, man. <laughs> we're moving on to another sport that we love so much, the National Football League. Um, the AFC West just got crazy, man. As if it wasn't already, uh, we've seen what Justin Herbert was doing his last time out on the field. We've seen what Patty was doing. We've seen what Derek Carr was doing. Now we got the Broncos involved. So, I mean, it's just a four-team, four-headed monster. Let them know who went where. Yeah, so there was a lot of additions in the AFC West. Uh, so we're going to get into that a little bit today. Broncos getting Russell Wilson and my boy Randy Gregory. Um, clown. Hey. He's a clown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I I get it was the whole with the language of the contract. And he's, she's trying to say the Cowboys were going to do him dirty somehow. But... Man, if you're supposed to rock with us, D-Law came back. They were trying to run it back with the same squad, man. Dan Quinn had this defense on a, on a hundred last season. So I just think, and you get him back too, which was a huge, huge part. So Randy Gregory, um, switching it up last moment. I mean, the Cowboys page even posted when he signed with us, and then he decides to go with the Broncos. So them getting Russ Wilson... And the and Randy Gregory, uh, definitely a huge help to the to Denver there. Uh, they got a young squad over there. I think Russ going to get a click in with Judy um, Sutton. I mean, they have weapons over there, man. So we'll see what happens. The defensive line's getting stronger, obviously. Addition with Randy Gregory. Um, you know, so that that's definitely a factor. Raiders getting Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams. Yes, you heard us correct. Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones going to. Uh, Vegas. So this is going to be interesting, man. What's your what's your thoughts on Devontae going to the Raiders with Derek Carr? I mean, they're yeah, back. Man. They yeah, played yeah. together in college. So. Yeah, like you said, they played together in college. I'm hyped to see him uh, with Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro. Uh, I'm hyped to see how the, like the space he creates for Waller because uh, we've seen a lot of times when the Raiders would play. Well, I would see that Darren Waller was the main focus on basically every defense. So it's going to be weird seeing Devontae be the main focus now. Yeah, Hunter uh, Renfro I, in I the mix. He's going to have. A, I yeah. think Waller actually is going to have a career high in numbers next season mark my words you can run this back uh Devontae Adams just creates 
tremendous space for other people. We've seen what he did in Green Bay. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Alan Lazard were looking like stars. Uh, Just because of the fact that they had the double Devontae. So, I mean, I I actually love it. Uh, We're even not talking about the running back, man. So, like, Josh Jacobs is a monster. So Yeah, and Derek Carr is just just a good team overall. really really not a scrub, if we're being honest. They re-signed Max Crosby. Uh, they did get rid of Nassib. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. They're, we'll see about the Raiders. I'm kind of up in the air with them. But I feel like they had a really good offseason. Yeah, I, I think I got to grade them as an A- minus for an offseason. I mean, really, they really had a tremendous offseason. With additions on both sides of the ball, and that's why I'm saying that. You had a guy like Devontae Adams, again, with Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, and Josh Jacobs and Derek Carr. You're going to get something done there. And I think it's going to open the field a lot, as you alluded to, with Hunter Renfro. He's going to have a big year probably in Darren Waller as well because uh, teams are going to be focused on Adams now but on the other side of the ball they did get, they did release Nassib but they fill that void with Chandler Jones Chandler Jones obviously we know who he is and what he does so Chandler Jones paired up with Max Crosby is going to be something scary for opposing offenses so we will see what happens uh, the Chiefs though the Chiefs on the other hand Big Red gets Juju on his team. Did you see that picture of Andy Reid and Juju Smith? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I like the pick for the Chiefs. I can't lie. Uh, How do you I re- feel as a Steelers fan? That's what I really want to I'm hyped for Juju. Uh, I think we had enough depth. Uh, I am pissed that we gave up James Washington to the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, he was one of my favorite low-key receivers that we had. I wish he would have got more playing time. Uh, but I, I am hyped with who we have. Yeah, yeah we have Deontay. We have uh, Chase. We got Pat. my boy Pat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we're looking bright, man. I'm I'm kind of hyped where where we're at. I'm hyped for Juju though. Uh, apparently, they tried everything to stay in Pittsburgh. He did. Uh, we really just didn't want him essentially. So. Uh, I like shout out Juju man. It's never bad blood with him. He's, you see what kind of guy he is. Yeah, and the Chiefs fans, I'm sure they're excited for the uh, you know Jackson Mahomes and Juju uh, TikToks that they're gonna get now that collapse. <laughs> so apparently he's not. <laughs> apparently he's not doing it anymore. Uh, we will see how long that lasts. Yeah. Uh, he said, "I'm here to win." When asked, <laughs> when asked about TikToking on the Chiefs, so like I said, we'll see where that goes. But yeah, the Chargers, man, the Chargers are scary. I might, I might sprinkle an early. An early outcome, y'all, on them. Uh, Maybe even the win the AFC West. I might get ahead of it. Yeah, from right now, I I haven't glanced at the books, man, but it's probably the Broncos and the Chiefs as the top, and then maybe the Chargers behind. We'll see. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't looked at the books since all these trades are going, but... I feel like the Chargers got to be up there, man. It's crazy, man, because as weird as it is, I I really like the Raiders in this division. Uh, I think, you know, adding the additions that they did, they added two studs on offense and defense with Chandler Jones and Devontae, as we were just talking about. So I think the Raiders are going to be nothing to play with, especially after what they just did, uh, making that playoff push this year. And uh, I don't know, man. I think they they're gonna be serious. And Raiders, you might have to worry about them from uh, from now here on out. So we will see what happens and how that unfolds in the AFC West. Just know that it is a stacked division and probably the best in football right now. Shit, man. So I mean, if you're talking up the Raiders like you are, you might want to go sprinkle on that because I did pull up <laughs> yeah. the odds, bro. Uh, we have the Chiefs at plus one thirty five. We do have the Chargers second at plus 260. We have the Broncos at plus 310. And the Raiders last at plus 600. Oh, uh, that value like is kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, just a quick glance. We got the Cowboys uh, division winners at NFC East. But who knew that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, <Are> we <laughs> minus? <laughs> yeah, yeah, minus. Uh, kind of a lock. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, man. I mean, we will see. The NFL is going to be crazy this year. Uh, tell them who else went where. 
Yeah, so we had some other, uh, aside from the AFC West, we had some other additions here in the NFL. This offseason is probably one of the craziest we've seen in the past few years. Matt Ryan going to the Colts for a third-round pick. Um, I don't know about this move for the Colts. Is it a better option than Wentz? Yes, in my opinion. I, I would take Matty Ice over Wentz. But uh, it's kind of like a step back, in my opinion, for the Colts at the same time. I think they should have went for a younger quarterback. Uh, maybe, you know, I know it's not a quarterback deep draft, but something or just, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Matt Ryan to the Colts. I don't know how he's going to utilize the weapons. I mean, they do have a Jonathan Taylor over there, so I'm sure he's happy about that. But uh, we, we'll see what they do. I really thought Baker was going to end up on the Colts, to be honest. But we'll see what happens with his situation as well, which leads me to the next thing. Baker is still jobless. Where do you think he does end up? I thought it was going to be in Indy, but we'll uh, see. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Philadelphia I think, Soul. Yeah, I think he ends <laughs> like, up in the CFL, man. I mean, he might. The whole Johnny Manziel. He kind of <laughs> reminded me of him this whole time. So. Realistically, though, honestly, I think he does end up on a team. The Jets? Um, uh, I don't. I'm, I was tr- really uh, trying to figure out, man, which team he could possibly even end up on. Uh, the Saints. They just put the nail in the coffin for me when they resigned Jameis. Say, James so Winston getting. That I extension. just don't know now. I mean, I really thought it was possibly be the Colts, to be honest. But possibly he can go run. to uh, Miami if they're not feeling Tua. But I, I don't know Didn't if I'd rather have somebody? Baker over Tua, uh, Jacoby. But yeah, he, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I don't know where Baker's going. I, I think he stays jobless maybe for another year. Or <laughs> I just don't know if he has it in him to be a second string. So we will see about that. I do know Mariota, though. He's balling in Atlanta. Yeah. He, he's going to be balling. So yeah, I think Kyle Pitts. Uh, I, I do like the promising. I think they, they got back Cordell Patterson. Yeah. That was a huge deal, for, in my opinion, for them. Uh, he's Debo Samuel Jr. They gave up Russell Gage so, yeah. this, so we'll see what happens. That, yeah, they did. Uh, Calvin Ridley, we saw what happened with him. Not too big of a hit, uh, but yeah. I mean, so I, I just like Mariota, and I hope he excels. Yeah, I, I'm, v- I'm very happy for Mariota. I think he's going to get the QB1 job, obviously. Uh, that's what they brought him there for. And uh, I think he deserves to be a starting quarterback. Uh, just seeing his role on the Raiders and what he was doing uh, when he would come in for Carr, I think he was really – he took every opportunity with uh, Vegas this year, and he utilized it to his advantage. And he showed people he could still be a quarterback one somewhere. So glad for Mariota, man. I remember when he got drafted into the league. But – Definitely hope to see what he does over there in the ATL. That's going to be fun. But uh, just got to bring this up. Deshaun Watson going to the Browns. Why, did he, why didn't he? Why did he end up in ATL? What's your thoughts on that? Uh, so I, I was hearing rumors that it was either the Panthers or the Falcons. Um, and he chose the Browns. I think it was just ultimately more money more in the money, long yeah, run. Guaranteed. Uh, yeah, um, so whatever team was really weren't, uh, willing to take a chance on him, you saw he still has like pending cases. Uh, so... The Browns apparently did research, but then I'm hearing that they never did research, and then I'm hearing that they did. So who knows, man? But I don't know if any quarterback can fix the Cleveland, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> that is a, a, no a big deal, a uh, big task. Too. So More, uh, I think, though, if anybody could, it could be Deshaun Watson, man. He's a yeah, young, talented yeah. GOAT. The last time we seen him, he was running numbers up. Uh, I think he was, like, in the top five of quarterbacks playing. So uh, he really, weapons-wise, you're kind of right. I don't know who the Browns are really going to surround him with. Yeah, Jarvis Landry's uh, not. Coop. But, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, I don't know if you could just get it done with just Coop. Because I don't know if, yeah, like you said, if Jarvis Landry's coming back. But I, I do I like Austin the duo. Coop. Yeah, I like, do like Coop and Deshaun. No, but, I do. I do. I do like that. But that's about it. So, 
Yeah, the Browns are a little sketchy with me. <laughs> and at least my boy Coop didn't get stuck with Baker. So yeah, yeah. I mean, he went from Watson. I mean, he went from uh, Dak to Watson. So I mean, that's not too bad. Uh, but the Steelers, my Steelers, man, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, a lot of people hate it. I like it. I don't love it, obviously, it's a but fresh I like start it for him. We got into yeah, it a little he's bit last durable. week. Durable. Uh, he can run. Yeah. Uh, he has legs. <laughs> a thing I didn't see last year. Yeah, as we, we alluded, alluded to, to Ben. <laughs> he's not. I mean, Matt Nagy just wasn't it. I mean, with the Bears. Uh, and any quarterback that goes to the Bears is like a quarterback that goes to the Browns. Uh, just career wasted, usually. But he gets to rejuvenate himself in Pittsburgh. So we will see how he does over there. I think he's got some good, a good team around him. Obviously, you guys have a, a solid team. So definitely hyped to see what Trubisky does. I think going to Buffalo revived him a little bit. I I think Pittsburgh will revive his career even more. So definitely hype to see what he does. Um, the Eagles, the Philadelphia Eagles, my Eagles fans out there. Uh, Philly, how are we feeling about the additions with Zach Paschal? Nice. That's a solid addition, I can't lie. Another weapon for Jalen Hurts. They their guy, Fletcher Cox. Uh, yada, yada. They just didn't want nobody else to get him. I feel like they did. They really tried their hardest to keep him. Oh, did you hear Jason so. Kelsey? He's unretiring, too. <laughs> yeah. whoop dee yeah. doo Yeah, so they're trying to hang on to that. That 2017 vibe, I guess. I don't know. But <laughs> it's uh, the Eagles making some solid moves, though. Zach Pascal, uh, I like it for Jalen Hurts. It adds it adds another weapon for him. And uh, Hassan Reddick, hometown guy, I like that. That is a um, cool move, yeah. yeah. I won't doubt that. But, so, I mean, maybe Baker ends up there. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> it seems as though yo, they have a different quarterback every year. You know what's crazy? I was just about to say, the only other team uh, that – probably runs through more quarterbacks than the Eagles is the Browns. So, <laughs> you know, it's pretty funny. But uh, Jalen Hurts is apparently going to be quarterback one again this year. We will see what happens. We know the Eagles like to, uh, you know, have a new quarterback starting every year. So we will see what happens with that. I found it interesting that uh, Kenny Pickett's pro day, <laughs> that the Eagles quarterback coach was there and took him out to dinner, apparently. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's just like it's a shady organization. Yeah, I don't know if it's smoke in the screen type of move or what, but why do why like why do they do that to their quarterbacks man like it like hurts seeing that on headlines is like what like i'm supposed to be your guy they're doing the same thing that they did with wentz and so on like it's just weird man i think the eagles move shisty they move shady they move weird uh just their quarterback coach taking kenny pickett out to to dinner was just weird to me but they're always weird, looking man. for like the yeah like i don't know what they're doing but uh my cowboys on the other hand making some additions james washington coming from pittsburgh i love it i like that a lot um I think, you know, CD, MG coming back and with James Washington, Dak gets that. Um, that void filled a little bit with Coop being gone now. I think James Washington will freshen it he up. He kind of reminds bit. me of uh, MG, James yeah, Washington. I was so. just about to say that to you, man, because I know you've seen a lot of this guy and watched him play all the time, and I heard you always praise him. Um, and I, I, he's kind of under the radar, but I, just watching his highlights from this past season alone, uh, you got to love what he brings to the field, and I think he's going to be a huge contributor for us, especially with people doubling. CD or MG, the focus on him, it's going to open up a lot of game. Uh, and I think Dak and James Washington should find a good connection with each other. Yeah, man. So a lot going on in the NFL in the offseason. Like you said, it was one of the best in a lot of years. Um, people going all different types of places, quarterback frenzies, uh, Aaron Rodgers staying in Green Bay, like we said. Uh, I don't know what's going to go on there. Um, they just got rid of Zadarius Smith. Uh, he went to the Vikings. So shout out Tommy and Liam. Uh, you know what I mean? Vikings players. But one more thing, man, before we let it go, 
Got to touch up on a little bit of MLB because, you know, it's steady <laughs> yeah, on yeah, with yeah, the definitely. trades and who's yep. going where and stuff. Well, so I'm a lot happier uh, than last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is very true. Yeah. Uh, I'm really not so much. Uh, the Yankees still don't have a starting lineup Luke that's Voigt locked in. Gone? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we kept Rizzo. So, I really like that. And I wanted Gallo to keep too, right? Gallo and Rizzo, yeah. So, I didn't want to let them go. Luke Voigt does hurt, but I do like him going to the Padres. Um, not so much a... Hard, hard fan team guy. Obviously, I'm a Yankees fan till the day I die, but I am hyped for players in general nowadays more so. Uh, like you said, Tatis, you're a huge yeah, fan of. Yeah, we can of. always appreciate uh, it. Yeah, yeah, So I really don't have any bleb, uh, bad blood unless you end up on the Mets. So, <laughs> yeah, you definitely. know what I mean? No, uh, I think Voight's a great addition with Tatis Machado for the Padres. And they got to keep up with the Dodgers, who just added Freddie Freeman. Um, incredible lineup there they got over there in L.A. It's just ridiculous. And um, them being in the NL, I hate it, obviously, as a Phillies fan, because the Dodgers are the juggernauts, essentially. But we will see what happens. Again, though, I am a lot more excited, a lot more pleased than I was last week with the Phillies. We were Just last week, we were talking about the NL East improving, getting better, uh, Mets adding Scherzer, uh, Braves adding guys, and Nelson Cruz being in the division now with the Nationals. Um, it's like, what were we doing? Bang, here we go. Said it last week. I actually was listening back. Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos are Philadelphia Phillies now. Just was official today with Castellanos signing. And they're both signed through 2025. You got to love that. Along with JT Romito and Bryce Harper. We're going to have this team for a very long time. And as a Phillies fan, I'm excited. Um, we do have one of the worst defenses in the league. But we're taking the Yankees. Uh, <laughs> taking a, a page out of the Yankees book. We're just going to bomb. We're going to hit 10 runs a game. And hopes that, you know what I mean, we just outscore the other team. Because we are probably going to have one of the worst defenses. Uh, but we have hitters now on the team. This lineup is scary. If you're a pitcher. Definitely don't want to see this lineup. So happy with the Phillies making these moves, going over tax, not being scared like they usually are in these off seasons. Can't wait to be at the bank, man. It's going to be rocking again, and hopefully we can end this ten year playout playoff drought. Yeah, so I'm I'm fired up for the MLB. Uh, just nonstop with the trades and the free agents landing here and there. Uh, Trevor Story it's did a lot. Red yeah, Sox. it's mixed up a lot. I'm excited for this new season. Uh, like we said last week, it does suck with no Tatis to start off the season, but we do get Bryce. I'm curious to see if Mike Trout will start the season off uh, healthy. Um, so Aaron Judge, Stanton, we got the Bombers in. Yeah, man. So like we said, baseball is about to be lit this year at the bank. We're going to be drunk. We're going to be there. Uh, definitely <laughs> we'll be trying to hit a couple too. of Yankees games yeah. in Yankee Stadium. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have a bunch of that shit going on at the bank. Um, as well as the Wells Fargo Center soon. Yeah. We will see Harden. The guys will be live at a Harden and B game. Playoff but, game vibes. Yeah, man. We yeah. got into a lot. Didn't touch up on NBA. We will next week. Uh, not too much going on there. A lot of injuries. Nah, yeah. A lot of people sitting out. Don't yeah. want to get into much into that. Lost a couple of bad beat bets. Uh, <laughs> definitely don't want to get into that. Nah, uh, so, yeah, man. We touched upon a lot. Boxing, Batman, uh, birthdays. Shout out JJ Watt. Shout out Dave Portnoy. Matt Ryan to the Colts. Uh, anything yeah. else, man, you want to add? No, nah, man, that's pretty much it. Uh, you pretty much just wrapped it up. We got into a little bit of everything today. Um, but if you made it this far, as per usual, appreciate the love and the support. Keep looking out on the page for any content and continue to tune in weekly. We will be back next week with some more heat. 100%, man. And this honey jack is about to be killed. So <laughs> yes, sir. time to smoke one. Let's go. Peace.